on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I discuss some trades that have happened. A uh, certain quarterback from Cleveland is no longer in Cleveland. Uh, we go through a little bit of the the backlash or the, the fallout from that. Uh, we're going to then talk about what the trade market looks like for another QB that we thought would be on the move that has not gone anywhere. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and then lastly, um, another QB, I guess, loves moms. So we're going to talk about that. All right, let's go. Loves moms? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz. Joined as always by my co host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we're back again. We're back and we have some news. Yeah. We, we, have, we, we don't have, we have more than no news. Yeah, we have some news. So uh, last week, we were recording this on uh, July 13th. That was like three weeks ago. The the Baker was last week. I'm pretty oh, sure. I think yeah. you were talking about our last episode. No, no go we on, were go three on. weeks ago. Baker was last week. It, was, okay, it, it, it would have been. We would have found out while we were recording because at the time though, this didn't happen yet. So oh, okay, it, I got that's you. why I was like, a you know, Dustin and I moved out of our apartment and I slept all of like eight nights there, if that. Um, and so sick flex, yeah, thanks, congrats. <laughs> um, so, but we that we were in the midst of doing that, and so we were we were he was helping me move some stuff, so we didn't record, and because we're like we don't have a ton to talk about, and then of course and, the trend Baker hurt us, and then Baker's like, oh yeah, yeah, let's send this trade through. So Baker Mayfield, Baker's like, oh yeah, I'll take a pay cut just so they have something yeah. to talk so, about. So Baker Mayfield was traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth rounder, uh, and the Panthers have to pay like only eight million of his salary. Uh, so basically, like a bag of chips. Yeah, I mean they got they got a, a similar pick to what they paid for Amari Cooper. <laughs> it's guess. a weird, it's I a guess. weird set of transactions for them this off season. But basically, nothing to, yeah. to ship a a starting quarterback. I don't know if we call him a franchise quarterback. Yeah, we're, but... we'll go through here. Um, so like Baker, Baker's interesting because he had a stretch of like the end of. Last year, I want to say that not yeah. not not last year, but not the last one year, two years ago. Yeah. So I guess it would be the the twenty twenty, uh, 20 season. Yeah, yeah, where they actually made the playoffs. Yes, um, like he looked to be like things kind of clicked and get, getting together, found the right. Yeah, system. It, was it was kind Stefanski. of a, it was kind of a mini Josh Allen esque yeah. kind of like okay, we figured it out. You know, you're productive now, not in the same way that Josh Allen exploded, but right. kind of in that same vein. And then twenty twenty one happened. And he looked like hot trash. Yeah, because the it, whole time. Because here's his numbers here. You know, I think he has the record. Maybe not anymore. I know he set the record his rookie for year rookie touchdowns. For touchdowns. Yep. Uh, that I think Herbert broke it. I want to say. Um, but it's he had 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions for 3,725 yards. But the big thing was, you know, he played. He started in 13 games, and they went six and seven for the Browns. That was yeah. monumental. Uh, that is a miracle. Like season they were, in you Cleveland. know, exactly. And so the the future was looking like okay, we actually might have found something here. Uh, then 2019 had a bit of a slip up because they decided to promote the interim head coach Freddie uh, Kitchens to the being Freddie. the head coach, and uh, 
he he's not a head coach. So they went six no. and ten. Not not a good year. Uh, then of course that brought in Kevin Stefanski from the Minnesota Vikings, uh, and they had a great year. It was a down year in the AFC North, so that helped. Um, you had Nick Chubb being really, really, really good, like the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they went 11-5, and five, and then they dismantled the Steelers. Well, and that's that's worth so much more than even the 11-5. and 11-5 yeah. gets you to the playoffs, but dismantling the Steelers in a playoff game? Yeah. I felt like that was the point where Baker was going to be in Cleveland forever yeah. because they were going to love him so much for, for that specific one game. And that was, that would be enough to just coast your entire career off of. Yeah. And, and Oh, and um, his second year, he went 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions for 3,800 yards under 60% completion. So a bit of a regression there, a little too many interceptions. But then when Stefanski came, like many thought would happen, he cleaned it up, especially yeah. in the turnovers, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions, only 3,500 yards. So less yards, but more efficient Uh you know, his rating and QBR was significantly better, obviously. Just smarter football, which many thought. Um, last year's tough because he was injured yeah. for so much. Like, he still played in 14 games, but he was playing a lot of it with, like, a torn, like, rotator cuff or, like, something in his, like, his labrum. Well, and it's like, even, it was... like, it's even muddier, like, who's to blame for that? Because, like, okay, so, yeah, he played bad, but he was hurt. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of back to him where he's like, he was forcing his way into the field hurt. Yeah. So it's like, it's this circle where it's everybody's fault kind yeah. of. And it's just a very weird, you can't really make heads or tails of the situation because there's so many extenuating circumstances. Right. And then the Browns went in this off season. Yeah. And the Browns and then they, they gave somebody $230 million. Yeah. Guaranteed. And so Holy. I just like, that was the final straw, obviously for Baker. Like he's, and, and Baker has like, and I don't know, I don't want to call it like an attitude, but like Baker has some some swag and kind of like some. Like, it's Moxie the the bad way. Yes, it's it's where Joe Burrow has Moxie the right way. Yes, uh, Baker has Moxie the bad way. Yeah, and, and, but based on that, you know, you know, them signing Deshaun Watson is a shot at Baker, and yeah. he was never going to play for them again. No. No, after even that if Deshaun gets deal suspended, done. right? They yeah. would they would have rolled out with. That's why they signed Jacoby Brissett this off season. Yeah, on just a you know a flyer, just because they assumed Baker's not going to suit up. So, um, and correctly, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either in that situation. I mean, that's that's pretty shitty. So he gets traded to. Uh, I I think it's safe to say lately they are the most like in QB purgatory like ever. So I, I have, I have a bit of a timeline here for you. Okay. Of the Matt rule era. So Matt rule, it's been a hell of an era. Matt rule has uh he was a very, he was known <laughs> for his culture building. He, you know, kind of how he did that in Baylor, how, when he came, um, he, they were a lot of, you know, bad allegations coming out of Baylor. And he kind of came in, changed the culture similar to, to what, you know, PJ Fleck has done here yeah. in Minnesota. Why, why? Why do you say he was known for his culture? Is he still building great cultures everywhere he goes? Well, uh, in college, in college. <laughs> so you can see it. So he, he, here's his college. He was at Temple. They were two and ten his first year, uh, six and six second year, ten and four, and then ten and three. So clearly, you see that progression with Baylor. They were one and eleven his first year, uh, seven and six the next year, and then eleven and three his his final year there. Um, so clearly he has a way of turning programs around. 
Well, he's been with Carolina for two years now. They went five and eleven and five and twelve. So that extra game just add another Oof. L. Um, and it what's interesting about it is the moves that they have made since he's been here. So his first move with the QB position was giving Teddy Bridgewater thirty three million dollars guaranteed. Hmm. Uh, not not good. Hmm. Uh, then they decided to cut Cam Cam Newton, which. There were things that, sure, you can argue were probably warranted, but at the same time, it when you cut a former MVP, like it's tough. It's it's a bad look, and it doesn't work. Especially like out. kind of a, a franchisey kind of player. Oh, for sure, he was like the face of the Panthers since yeah. he's been there. And and yes, his play wasn't great, but you'd think with a guy who's known for building great culture and kind of fix that, correct that a little. Bit. No, they cut him. Nah. So you better you do something positive on the field if you're going to back that move up. Well, then that move was uh, trading a second, a fourth, and a sixth for Sam Darnold. That's so crazy. Uh, I don't and- think that we appreciate how crazy that was when it happened. <laughs> this is this is after Sam Darnold was quoted by saying, I'm seeing ghosts out there on Monday Night Football. I mean, well, and just like, and even apart from that a horrible, uh, you know, one game, he wasn't good. No, he was never he good. Was, he was terrible. He had never had, like, any sort of real success in the NFL up to that point. And you give up a second a fourth and a sixth like they just got baker for a fifth and he set the rookie touchdown record yeah like sam darnold his best his absolute best season in the nfl at that point was going 19 touchdowns 13 interceptions and 3,000 yards and getting mono yeah and they went seven and six the jets (laughs) did that year and like when he in games that he played and then the next year he followed that up by going nine touchdowns 11 interceptions in 12 games going two and ten like it's just I, I I don't know what you thought that you saw, but clearly not great. Um, so they were kind of waffling on if they want to commit to Darnold or not all last year. Well, they could have they, they could have let him walk yeah. for free. Like they wouldn't have to pay him anything because he had a fifth year option. No, no, no. They said, you know what? We liked what we saw maybe once or twice. Double down. Let's let's pick his fifth year option and pay him twenty million dollars this year. And you're like, all right, well, I guess it's your bed. You're laying in it. So then they decide after doing that, they sign Cam back, throw him out there. Maybe let's turn back the clock. Yeah. But no, that didn't work out. Uh, they then traded a future third to move up in the draft to draft Matt Corral in the third round. So you're like, okay, so that's, I guess, the QB so, so of the future. So that's the future, yeah. And now you trade for Baker. Like, I, I, I get that, like, getting a quarterback is like throwing darts at a dartboard and you're just hoping one, you know, hits bullseye. But at the same time, you don't just – they're doing well, it with their eyes closed. Well, they're, they're going shotgun approach. Yeah. They're, they have, like, six darts in their hand, and they're just throwing all of them at the like, board the at amount, once. The amount of actual capital and draft capital that they have just wasted in these, like, in what feels like an eternity, only, like, three years. Yeah, not that like, long. It's mind-boggling, and like they are probably—I mean, it's worse than the Browns because the Browns, at the very least, were sucking so bad they were getting like the one or one or two pick year in and year out. Yeah. Whereas the Panthers, they like they go all in and trade for Stephon Gilmore last year because they liked their fight, and like they—I just—it. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's bad, and I would have—I would have understood this move a lot more had uh, Brady stayed retired. Because then that division is wide open, yeah. and you can make an argument that you know Baker is a quarterback that can at least get you a division title, right? But 
he's not a quarterback that's going to beat Tom and the Bucks. No. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I don't care what the other circumstances are. I don't care if Chris Godwin – it doesn't matter. He's not – he does not make the Panthers better than the Buccaneers this season. Yeah. So I really don't get it. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'm happy for Baker at least that he gets a starting job and doesn't have to play with the Browns or sit out and have all that going on and we'll get some new commercials. I think that's I think that's also important. That's I, I don't know. It's it, just a weird situation. It's just like you I don't really know cuz the thing is that division, that division, like three, three of the four like worst sitting QB teams. I, I, I misspoke actually. Uh, I, I meant he can't beat Mariota and the Falcons and that powerhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Jameis. Yeah. So like three of the worst like QB rooms in the league are in the NFC South, and then you have Tom Brady and the Bucks as rounding out that division, and the other team will maybe get to. Um, here in a second, because there's another quarterback that we thought might be on the move, but we, we can roll into handsome Jimmy. Yeah, because like I, I don't know if he's actually like what's happening with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, because the Panthers were a name that like people were like, oh yeah, I could see that because they need a QB. Everyone's looking at Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's kind of like you know that that feeling at the bar when you're getting close to closing time, and it's like you're get you're getting kind of desperate out there. Yeah. That's what needs to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo because, you know, physically, quite literally, he's a very handsome man. Oh, yeah. But figuratively speaking, in a football context, he's a six. Oh, yeah. And everyone's looking at him going, well, I don't want to, I don't want to pay a lot for this six. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like he makes us that much better. He's probably an upgrade. I do expect him to still go somewhere, but I'm not surprised that now, once you get past a certain point, everybody's just running out the clock. But it's hard because, like, where is he going to go? Because, like, the team Seattle, most... Or no, but, like, they're yeah, not... Exactly. Seattle, like, yeah, that's the that thing. Like, work. that's the most needy team is Seattle, unless they're really that common <laughs> Drew Locke. Um, I I just don't... Like, they're not going to send him to Seattle. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Texans have Mills Mafia... Because then you have, like, the the Falcons already committing to Mariota. Yeah. So it's like, that'd be weird to to do that. Um, I guess the Saints could be a potential. I don't think so, though. I feel like they're pretty confident with Jameis. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't be? Right. (laughs) I just... Because I had the Panthers thinking them... But now that that ship has sailed, that they're not going to do that again. What if? What if the Panthers are just like, "Fuck it, let's give us give us all these mediocre yep. quarterbacks, and we're just going to hope that one of them, well, that, that becomes that's, better." That's what Matt Rule said. Like, is does like a Ryan Tannehill, Darnold, and Mayfield are going to have a competition? Yeah, in uh, in camp this year, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't really know how. Maybe maybe they'll transition Garoppolo to a tight end. You know, like yeah. Taysom. Taysom Hill him, you know, and just kind of send him out there, see what happens. <laughs> did you did you see um while we're talking QBs, did you see Nick Wright? He primarily does basketball. He's like for Fox. He goes on like no, a first take a lot. I don't think so. Um so Nick Wright is uh is is this dude. So that's Nick Wright. I don't know if you recognize okay. him. Okay. Um but sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh so he came out Love with Nick Wright. He came out with his QB tier. Um, I might actually hate him. His QB tiers, and so he. Uh, the interesting thing about it was 
there were just so many things that were like wildly off that I'm like, it has to be a bit. So like, I, I, I don't know if you saw it. Cause like I no. quote tweeted it. Um, no, I don't, me, I don't, I don't look at what you, you tweet. Let me read you these things here. So, uh, his, his QB pyramid right now. Okay. He has in tier one, uh, is Patrick Mahomes. He's the only one in that tier. So he's the top of the pyramid, which okay. I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, tier two right below it josh allen and justin herbert Hmm. so presumably the two and three best quarterbacks Hmm. uh tier three tom brady matthew stafford and joe burrow uh all right i i officially have grievances (laughs) tier four it was building and i was like all right this is tier three is where i start to get upset tier four you got dak deshaun watson lamar jackson and aaron Rodgers. What a grouping. <laughs> One of these things is not like the others. And then tier five, you have uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, and Trevor Lawrence. Wow. So <laughs> I I just like... I feel like he started where he ranked like half the league, and then he just like randomly threw names into like a couple spots in each I just tier. don't understand. Like, I mean, I get like doing... You know, quarterbacks can be like there's presumed like the 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 top part can be pretty like you have that the same guys are just maybe in different orders, and then when you get towards like seven through, but Trevor 15, Lawrence shouldn't be close to the top half. No, for sure. Like, like it's just too early. It like, doesn't make any sense. And like I just too early, and he also, was awful last also, year. Also, Justin Herbert. Like this is where it kind of drives me a little crazy because um, Justin Herbert is like definitely on his way to being like he he is very good but at the same time he's also being like considered you know on his top echelon but it what gets me really riled up is because justin because jimmy garoppolo is probably the king of debunking him and mitch trubisky are probably the best at debunking mm-hmm. qb wins relying on that because that's what everyone always says oh jimmy g's a winner he's a winner it's like I don't think winning at Lambeau in the playoffs last year was because of Jimmy G. No, it was all him. Like it was no one. Like no there, one else. There are contributed so many things. Like because he has a thirty-one. Or he a has a thirty-three and fourteen. Thirty-three and fourteen QB w- record, which that alone this is a dumb stat. It's a dumb stat, and and I feel like you, Justin Herbert. That's never brought up. He is fifteen and seventeen in his career. As yeah, a as a quarterback, Justin Herbert does have ten inch hands. I just looked that up. Well, there's that. The, the, like Google actually says ten inches. Justin Herbert's hands are enormous and can dwarf normal sized hands. April twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. Well, yeah. So that's that's a fact. That's published, you know, online. Well, enormous. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't know how big Jimmy's are. Let me check. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, so I I just it, it just drives me a little crazy how like people are loving to tier these young quarterbacks like super high like i i know if 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 page are doing if page are doing this joe burrow will be number one i don't think he's in that upper tier yet like uh J- jimmy g nine and a quarter inches oh see yikes that's not good that's awful so like because like in my my eyes like tier one that i have that i think of is like the guys that you will never have to worry about like you know like if they're under center you're in best hands possible. The Jameis's of the world. Okay, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to so, tell you what Joe Burrows are, but they're not good. I got, I in that one, I'm like, I have Tom, I would think like Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. Like right now, those four 
I feel like yeah that you could put them in any order you want but like those four are probably the elite well and, and Derek Carr is as good as Aaron Rodgers so you got to put him yeah. in there too so. uh like yeah I, I I consider like Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert in their own kind of tiers like we see that they're ascending like they will get to that they can get to that yeah, top there, tier. There's nothing not wrong. there yet, though. No one would have put Rodgers in that tier in, like, his second season, Mm-mm. like, of starting. Like, it, it just, it's silly that we have to, like, try and put these guys in a list yeah. and compare Tom Brady to Joe Burrow. It is so, it, it's it's not a fair comparison to either right. one of them. Right. And uh, Joe Burrow is not in chance. <laughs> like, I, it's still, it still hot, hot, hot seat page. Um, it's <laughs> Dustin's looking at his hands right now. He's like, oh, no. Get, get a ruler. <laughs> um, and so, like, the other ones, I'm, you, you have the guys that are, like, Russell Wilson, Stafford, Dak, um, Lamar, Kyler, Derek Carr, Kirk, uh, Matt Ryan, or Tannehill, like, on a good day for them. Yeah. Like, they're all kind of, like, I lump all of those guys as, like, they're good, but they're not, like, elite. They're not great. Like, no. you, you know, can you... Can they plug up a lot of holes? Probably not consistently. Maybe someday they could be on, but for the most part, they have to have a little bit of structure. And like, I don't know. There's there's certain things like it's just it's wild to me that I, I feel like we, we may have a lot. we may have gotten got. I feel like he made this list, whoever that was, just the, to the uh, thing is though he's to not, generate the buzz. Yeah, I guess. Like he just he's typically not like. I don't know. I guess you can argue that everyone's like clickbaity to a degree. But I mean, I'm about to publish a tier list with Jordan Love as a tier two quarterback. <laughs> probably. I mean, that's... Put, put, put parentheses probably after it because we're, we're just not sure yet. The jury's still out on Jordan Love. He could be anything. Uh, there, I saw, I'm, I'm reading through the comments in this thing and there's one person that says most overrated player in NFL history. It's Patrick Mahomes because his 2021 PFF offseason or his offense grade was only 15th out of 37. And then someone right underneath it from PFF in their quarterback efficiency numbers from 2018 to 2021, it's just Patrick Mahomes all alone. Like at the very top, it's like they're like God. People are just they're prisoners of the moment. That's what they the are. PFF giveth the PFF taketh. I know, away. and like they're just, it's just prisoners of the moment. And I just feel like I don't know. A lot of people feel that way. With they want the next goat. Like everyone's looking for the next. This feels like thing. you're this feels like you're doing a very slow build to a Kirk Rand. No, I'm not. Is this what's about to happen no, to us? No, I'm just I'm just talking about how like you just see it constantly cuz we're that's what all the NFL content is right now. It's just like tier lists. It's top 10 lists. It's all the ranking of positions and all that. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, it's just like the fallacy especially that comes with the quarterback. Like you know, cuz wins get automatically put on them. Yes, to the most influential influential position on the field and can dictate the most and impact games the most but at the same time like jimmy g should not be lauded because he has a 33 and 18 or 33 and 14 yeah uh, qb win record because most of that time is not because of him yeah and i uh i don't know i i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i'm fully lost in the sauce now of quarterback hand sizes i'm scrolling through this article <laughs> where they're they're ranking 62 quarterbacks and they keep I'm on like the 20th in a row whose hand is 10.00 inches. I don't think that they're not measuring to that level of precision. There's no way all of these guys are exactly 10 inches. Yeah. I don't know. There's also a lot of, a lot of fun names on here. I just passed Felipe Franks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ryan Lindley. I think, um, I think Ryan Lindley was NC state. I want to see you play it at. And then Felipe Franks, I think was at Miami for a little bit. 
Peyton Manning, 10.13. Okay, yeah, they're just, they're rounding fractions. These guys, <laughs> these guys don't even know. All right, so what, what else we got? What else, any other quarterbacks making news in the last week? Um, well, Justin Fields got a new a new person to throw the ball to. Oh, did he? So he got a... Is it anyone good? It's, it's Ryan Poles just constantly just giving his young, developing, needing offensive talent around him, just giving him so much top-tier talent. Uh, Nikhil Henry, remember it, him? Is it Harry? Nikhil Harry? <laughs> exactly. Nikhil Harry. There it is. I don't even know his name. If, if there's one it's wide receiver that can elevate the Patriots, It's because the Patriots have Hunter Henry. Yep. You got Nikhil Harry. Like, it's just... It, that's why they traded him. That's if there's why. one thing we know about Bill Belichick, it's that his track record with wide receivers is just phenomenal. So the fact that they were able to steal one away from the Patriots after literal seconds of production over the course of his career so far is is really kind of astounding. It's yeah. okay, Adam. I'm a Bears fan, and I didn't know his name. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even know you guys acquired it, or did you yeah, know? I, I, don't even think I, you I had seen it, but <laughs> I didn't remember because it wasn't like a memorable moment for me. Him and Dakota Dozier, those off-season pickups oh really treating you guys well. Gosh. Like, I, like, I want to know what the, the Bears... Uh, like depth chart is right now. Just like I want to know if there was a high five after that trade went through like, from yeah. the Bears. Like we we yes. got we got him, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. Yeah. So you got oh yeah, Trevor Simeon. That's right, and Nathan Peterman. Um, man, so, the Bears are just assembling so right a super now, team. Over they're just here. getting the veterans to to teach the young guys. <laughs> so right now their receiver room is uh Darnell Mooney, Byron Pringle, Nikhil Harry, Daz mm. Newsome, mm. Equinemius St. Brown. Hell yeah. Dante Pettis, uh, Nisimba Webster, and Isaiah Coulter. Oh, oh, and I guess you still got Vellis Jones Jr., Tajay, Tajay Sharp, uh, David Moore, and Chris Finke. You have... Sounds like a lot of those guys are going to get cut. You have 12 receivers right now just being like, no, you have 16. There's there, you go to the four. You have 16 receivers. Well, you have 16 receivers, but the only one that really matters, obviously, is Equinemius. Uh, I think he's going to – the cream will rise or to I the guess, top. I guess 14 pass catchers. They're just or trying to get as many weapons from Justin Fields as they can, so the defenses can't game plan around it. Instead of one good receiver, let's have six shitty ones. Yeah, like let's <laughs> let's have – all right, we got 16 guys that catch the football. They yes. run routes and catch the football. You got to think – Four of those might be pretty decent. I mean, I feel like this is this is a you know we're not kind of looking at this from the proper angle. This is great job security for Darnell Mooney. I mean, they have not been able to attract anyone no. who's even remotely no. close to challenging him for anything. No, I just and I they they did get rid of Jimmy Graham, which I mean, I if we're talking about off season moves, it's not dumb <laughs> to get rid of Jimmy Graham. It was kind of dumb to have him. Yeah, your fourth string tight end. His name is Ryson John. I'm pretty sure ESPN might just didn't give a fuck, and they just flipped his, mm-hmm. his first and last name. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine his real name is actually Ryson. They didn't John. see the comma, and they yeah. just like. <laughs> I think it's John Ryson. You'd think, but maybe no, not. no, no. Um. Yeah. So, congrats on that new receiver there, Dustin. That's super exciting. It's good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um. All right. Last bit of QB news. It's all been QBs because that's, I guess, all that wants to make waves, I guess, right now. Well, oh, that is what makes the most we, waves. We talked about Gronk retiring officially, right? I think we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had a clip um, about it. Yeah, that's right. No, we had a clip about Fitzpatrick retiring. No, we had a clip about Gronk because I was talking about how he didn't murder anyone. It was like, you know, it was oh, a retrospective. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You had to bring in uh, what's the crime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the crime. <laughs> um, all right. In other news, uh, Zach Wilson. 
second you're going to be second year quarterback for the New York Jets, former second round or second overall pick. Um he was dating, he went to BYU, keep in mind folks. Yeah, there's a lot of backstory on so this one. So he went to BYU, which is basically all Mormon school. Uh you don't have to be a Mormon to go there, but basically like 90 plus percent I think are Mormon. I think you're like not allowed to drink soda while you're there. Yeah. And so Zach Wilson was dating this uh, I think her name is like Abby something. This girl. This girl. Yeah. Um, so for, that's all we really need for to know. A, for a long time. Yeah. I don't know if it went back to high school, but it was all through college. And one of his, his top receiver in college, who's a practice squad or trying to make the roster, I think, for the commanders, uh, Dax Milne, they had a Instagram post where he said like, oh, like secrets out or something. And uh, it was a picture of him and Zach Wilson's now ex-girlfriend. Mm. So they, I guess she jumped ship for him, and uh, we everyone's like, "Ooh, that's a little interesting." Well, and the comment so that started someone the, commented, the someone commented and said, "Homie Hopper," and she has to jump in, and she says, "He was sleeping with his mom's best friend." Dot dot dot. That's the real homie Hopper. Ah, now I have an issue with this right off the bat. <laughs> What she described does not make the mom's best friend a homie hopper. That is not what that term means. Yeah, I don't... She is using it incorrectly. Yeah, like, I think he just... She was just waiting to drop that bombshell. Yeah, she just wanted to say Wherever she could, yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, so... So Zach Wilson has that dog in him, you know? I, I mean, <laughs> I guess... Well, yeah, and there's been a lot of a lot of speculation. I'm honestly surprised that no one's gotten to the bottom of uh, who exactly this is referring to. You feel like that would have, you know, the people on the internet would have figured that one out pretty quickly. There would be some sort of, you know, old Instagram picture or something like that out there to to provide some more context here. But I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like, do the Jets have the, the horniest quarterbacks? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Dar- Darnold got mono. But the thing is, like, Darnold went to USC, which I doubt they're, I think their social scene is probably a little different than Brigham Young University. I don't know, man. So this could be a lot of pent up <laughs> thing with Zach Wilson. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I feel like, I feel like Darnold was like living his life carefree, letting loose. Whereas Zach Wilson's got it all bottled up inside and he has to, he has to let it out in these very specific avenues. Well, and it also puts like a little more history, like you, you kind of wonder a little bit that that fate that picture that's been getting memed a lot now mm-hmm. is where it's like him in a suit smiling at himself in the cam in the mirror in like a bathroom. Yep. It's like what was he about to go do at that picture? Now well, we well, don't the, know. The, the memes will tell <laughs> like, you what he was about to go do. And and the best part is you have guys like Chad Johnson and DK Metcalf are being yep. like. Zach Wilson is the goat. Like just instantly saying that you have Elijah Moore doing the TO. That's my quarterback. Like thing. Like, like it's just game respect game. Yeah, seriously. And, well, then... and Zach Wilson was like DMing people right when this all kind of broke, so to speak, and was saying, "Hey, like, can you delete this?" Yada yada yada. Totally miscalculating the situation and how this was going to be received. Well, he then today he posted an Instagram where he said. Took the boys out to, and he was like, this is someplace in Idaho, um, some like camp or some like re- retreat oh, yeah. um, to work on like seven on seven stuff and then just kind of, you know, broing down, um, bro, in, bro Idaho, down yeah. in Idaho before camp. Broing down in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cell service. What I miss. Like he just posted that today. And so everyone just like, you know, my brother, my friend, my goat, just everyone is just 
my brother in Christ. Well, one of <laughs> one of the likes that someone found out, one of the likes on his Instagram post is by uh, a certain adult film actress. Mm, can't imagine. Named uh named Lisa Ann. Ah. <laughs> so never heard of her. She, she liked it, so presumably she follows him. So it's like does Lisa Ann want some of Zach Wilson? I don't know. I mean like. There are there are several sleazy uh, <laughs> pornographic directors out there. Well, she's as actually, we speak trying yeah. to put this together. Yeah. She's actually a financial advisor for like a lot of celebrities now. Well, like I know, yeah, I know now she's like Dustin's like I follow her a lot. <laughs> like I I know a lot about what she's up like, to. Like I know she's like on a lot of barstool stuff, and like I know she does. Yeah, like not you know pornographic work well, anymore as, but like yeah and she's like actually making like like legitimate business yeah and a lot of a lot of those women kind of like you know use that as like a a, a backboard to like a non-pornographic career be able to do stuff that they actually wanted to dustin like. has she posted anything today have i don't, you, I don't uh, know i don't, <laughs> I don't follow her but adam are you saying that <laughs> porn is not like a, a legit business I mean, it is. A lot of women in as... porn say that it's what they want to do and they can make a shitload of money from it. Well, yeah. I'm sure there are that some, but I'm, I think in cases like Lisa Ann, probably she was like, why she's not doing it anymore. She actually wants to use it, like Kevin said. They use it to catapult and doing other stuff. Yeah. I mean, she probably wasn't planning on doing that. No. She started it just worked doing, out that yeah. way. I'd be like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm making a lot of money from this. She, was, she wasn't like, I'll be on Barstool someday. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I... So back to I, football. Yeah, back to well, back to football. I guess. I mean, <laughs> so Zach Wilson. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. This... I kind of. I. I mean, I think it's good. I think, oh, it's it's I think great we'll all for him. Forget it. But it does kind of. It gives him a little bit of the swagger, which yeah. a guy from BYU kind of yeah. desperately needs. Yeah. Well, like he played, he played like a lot of it, like with it there. Obviously, at BYU, like he was always like accessory wise. Yeah. Like he's always like you know. Use like you know wearing a bunch of stuff like sleeves and visors. Yeah, and... but like when you have to be cool via accessories, yeah, it, it's not a good sign. You know, no. Zach Wilson was never going to be in the locker room smoking a cigar. No, that's not really that's not really him. So it's nice that he has something here. <laughs> He's banging his friend's mom. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> or his, his mom's friends allegedly. Like yeah, allegedly. allegedly, we don't know. Yeah. Uh. So I guess good good on Zach Wilson. Uh. Since then. I guess the former girlfriend, she's deleted her Instagram. Oh, yeah. The the guy, Dax, is deleting any comment about it. And so it's... I it's got to be tough for him because, like, I'd never heard of that dude before. Dax and, Milne? Yeah. I only heard about it from, like, watching, like, seeing, like, like Zach Wilson highlights and stuff. Just yeah, he's, he... he's not good enough to have this, like, thing blow up on him like this. I don't know. Yeah. So the funny thing about this guy... I don't know if you guys saw this, but they were actually like best friends in mm-hmm. college. Yeah, they were like roommates, right? Yeah, they, yeah. Were, they like yeah, always were roommates and like best friends and all. That. Yeah, and they were roommates. Oh my God, they were roommates. They were roommates. So, <laughs> kind of going back to the Zach Wilson like BYU like total like. I mean, you're not thinking total party, party guy. school, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't think you guys will ever guess this, but his middle name is Capono. Yeah, I actually or did. Maybe Capono. I don't know. Wait, but, what does that mean? Probably something Mormon. Why, why would uh, I have never guessed that? I mean, like, I wouldn't have. That probably would have been my, my number one guess. I thought it was, like, Latin for, like, you know, hunter or something. Like, something funny. Uh, so, Capono is definitely, like, I'm pretty sure that's, like, Hawaiian. I mean, oh, it means proper or righteous one in Hawaiian. I mean, spot the lie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Proper or righteous one? Virtuous. Wait, does that start with a C or a K? K. K A. C K W? No, it doesn't really work. No. I'm just trying to think of his initials now. Z. Z K W. Yeah. No, that's bad. Oh. That doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so good, good, good on Zach Wilson. You, you yeah. got some, some swag that just, it's always going to be part of you now. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. If there's, if there's a, you know, if there's a scandal, so to speak, that you, you that you have to be involved in a scandal. Yeah. This is probably as not bad as it could be. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, like, I, I think he might've been like in the beginning, like, oh shit, like, no, that's, mm-hmm. that's not gonna be good for me. But then everyone being like, yo, this is sweet, dude. Like, because yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's the number one. If you're like a, like a, you know, teenage guy or like you talk about, you always talk about banging your friend's moms. Some, some of them more successful I, I, than others. I never talked about that. Some of, yeah, some you of just them, talk about sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of them were more successful than others. Um, yeah, I can't imagine anyone who would talk I about don't, anything. I don't think I'm your father, Kevin, but... but. I'm almost positive. <laughs> You're not 100%. You can't be 100%. So that's, that's always great. I've never brought that up on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get a blood test? I, we'll I we'll do it live uh, on the next podcast. <laughs> do a DNA test. Do it live. Paternity test. Okay. Uh, Dustin acts like Maury in here. You are the father. <laughs> I would not trust Dustin to be our Maury. He's got an agenda. Oh, no. Come on, I've got cred. Yeah. <laughs> He's got street cred. Who's got the most street cred for my paternity <laughs> test? All right. Uh, I don't have anything else. I mean, I think, you know, we're, we're slowly inching our way towards we're not even gonna talk about aaron's tattoo i know it's all right let's let's talk about it let's talk about it right up our alley so aaron otters um got a tattoo i believe it's his only one his His first first tattoo his first tattoo yes are you gonna get the same tattoo um i'm thinking about it i might adjust it a little bit um because i don't know if you know this about me but i think astrology is really stupid yeah and i can say that because my girlfriend does not i was, like, I was gonna say how does your girlfriend feel yeah about oh, astrology we, i don't i don't what's your sun it? sign is that a thing Did i say that right there's a moon sign a i'm moon? pretty sure is is, is mercury in retrograde i think it is i think is it, that I think is that astrology in, i think it's always in retrograde but they talk about it like it's like it's not in retrograde or it is in retrograde no, but i'm pretty sure it's just a it's just a I don't know what that it's means. always in retrograde oh. but but aaron's tattoo it's astrology heavy we'll call it like he, there are constellations how, how high it, was he when he got this do you think because um, he definitely was high as fuck at yeah. the a, the golf the celebrity golf oh tournament. yeah there was that picture the american century championship bright red which shout out adam thielen getting sixth place in that that's pretty good for him because tony romo just wins it every year yeah well, did adam thielen get a tattoo i don't think so he got he finished better than aaron Rodgers did well that doesn't it's probably have a tooth or something <laughs> It's just like dental equipment. It's just like a big ass <laughs> chair with I a light over it. I always got it with me. Remember where you came from? <laughs> <laughs> what almost was? It says, it says like D one scholarship, and it's just like a rectangle. It's blank. Yeah. There's nothing in it. Yeah, or just like a five hundred dollar like scholarship. That's all I got from Mankato. It's just like this is it. This is all they gave me for football. You just got a big D three on his calf. Disrespect. <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's got. It's got two lions. It's got a uh, two lions. One of them looks mad. The other one looks kind of just like what you yelling so, at me for. So the mad lion represents the woke mob, obviously. <laughs> oh, and, and Aaron and, and the calm lion represents Aaron in his unwavering immunized status. And I see that it's the darker around. Is Aaron 
Roger's racist? Um, we can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> like, I suppose based on the tattoo. So yeah, I would hope the answer is no. So and then you got a bunch of lines that look to be leading so, so up the towards lines, actual like constellations. The lines actually represent a football field, oh. and the lines on the football field because ball is life. As ball, um, ball is life. Then there's there's an eye at the top, very fancy eye. And this is the uh, this is his third eyes open. This is the on eye, his forearm, the eye of Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers' uh, candid interviews, oh. where he where he wears a fun shirt okay. that he didn't spend hours picking out, so everyone knows how funny is with his shirt. <laughs> and then we have some constellations above, yeah, um, which which I, is astrology, yep. of some kind. I, I think is that Orion's belt? I don't know. No, is it, is it I, on the right? I'm saying on the right, that far right one, like. There's just the three lines. But what about the rest of Orion? I don't know. What's the belt? I think it's so. No, it's just the belt because Orion, Aaron well, Rodgers, well, like, like Orion's the, closet. Orion, like his, I'm pretty like, sure, like part of Orion's clothing. belt is, or Orion is the Big and Little Dipper. I think that's part of Orion. Well, think about think Stars about are like stupid. State Farm. Like, Aaron Rodgers has the the belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, he only is worried he... about the belt. Now, now my my big question. I haven't been able to figure out what the hell's going on at the bottom of this tattoo. Yeah, so it's got like a fan. I is, is, this, is this is this saying so is this saying he's retiring after this season he's gonna go off and enjoy some tropical land is that what that he's going off with, in the with, sunset with his witch girlfriend with his witch girlfriend who just fan him all day long yeah and and the water and the sunset yeah and and small little maybe little icons maybe somewhere at the bottom and he's thanking the fans that's why he has a fan oh there. my god <laughs> crack the code oh my god well Aaron, on behalf of the fans you are welcome so we will the, never the bottom half there kind of reminds me of the map from uh uh pirates of the caribbean at world's end you know <laughs> when he's like trying to flip the boat that's kind of what it reminds me of <laughs> oh he's he's going so he's under the boat he's going to the upside down yeah Wait, that's the wrong franchise uh <laughs> that could be the two Up lions down. Oh, the upside down. oh my gosh <laughs> So or I, he's like a big fan of us, that movie where it's like he's got the other the 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 tethered version, like they're kind of mean and scary, and then that's him over well, there. And and, and, so, and so to wrap it up, Aaron tweeted or posted on Instagram rather, it said there is a deep and meaningful story and connection to absolutely each element of this art piece, and I'll share a little more about it one day. For now, just thankful for the the guy that did it and his patience and artistry. Hashtag tattoo. Hashtag astrology. Hashtag the elements. Hashtag nothing. Wow. Because he always puts a hashtag with nothing after it because wow. he's edgy. Wow. I love him so much. How high was he? 10. Like, to the fucking moon? Ten, ten, 10 out of 10. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> hashtag the elements. That's my favorite one. He, He's just like so like pretentious and, and, like, the, and the, everything and he the does, top comment in like, the screenshot is, is some guy going aaron Rodgers is a crystal girl <laughs> yeah like he is dude like god man he's gonna be so like he's weird now but like when he's not playing football and this is like all we get of him like it's like this in golf he's gonna be like or is it gonna be a complete hermit you're never gonna hear i, I would from rather have this though than like brett Favre, like sending nudes and getting sued by the state of mississippi like that's kind of sad to watch hey, these days. Hey, the Wrangler jeans commercials are phenomenal. Icy hot. Yeah. Cop- yeah. Copper, copper Cop- fit. Co- copper fit tone. <laughs> Co- yeah. A copper tone is a sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> he probably needs both. It's copper fit. <laughs> 
So they they do like the sunscreen like with sure, like sure. with with Brett Favre with the dog. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the is the one with the little girl and her, her bottom's taken down with the dog. It's just Brett Favre. Brett, Brett could do that. What a creepy get, logo that get, is! Yeah. Like the regular one. Yeah, you could tell Who it drew was that someone of like the fifties or yeah, whatever. They were like, you know what's funny? Like children lose it. No, no. Yeah, this pervy dog is <laughs> yeah. trying to rip. It's more amazing it. that it's made it through like all these like yeah, all like, these it, brands that are like I, I having to change their. Yeah, we need to cancel that sunscreen. <laughs> it's been like grandfathered. I guess like oh, it's fine. But like I, I don't know. Could you just imagine it's it's Brett Favre and they're pulling out like a pair of his Wrangler jeans. Oh <laughs> just, yes, and he's got like one of the, the copper fit bands. The cross on his promotion. Arm. <laughs> yeah. And his phone's ringing, and it's the state of Mississippi saying you owe us several million dollars. <laughs> For speaking engagements you just didn't go to. His, his phone is just there by his by his crush to take a picture to send to like that reporter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Brett. Uh, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers' tattoo was very bizarre. Did you hear Brett said he'd be interested in broadcasting? If they paid it. He said like if the offer was good. <laughs> if I get Tom Brady money. I, I don't think he'd be good at it. So I don't think I, the offer would be good. I'd pay to see that. I'd like to see it. Don't get me you wrong. You can watch it for free. You know, you don't have to pay. I'll still pay. pay. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll send money somewhere. My money's worth it. <laughs> that's something I want to see. Okay. Uh so yeah, that's I think that's all we got. That's interesting about this tattoo. He's still weird. Um, yeah. Alright. I think that's that's it. Well before we go, guys. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about an ad. Too. Oh, we, have we, have to, we forgot the ad. We have to thank the, the We didn't have one last time, that's why <laughs> it's I, true. I we have know. to thank the the teams that put this together and allow us to do this. So this week's episode is brought to you by Girl Scouts of America. <laughs> I don't know like I this don't is know going. where it's happening. Kind of going with the Zach Wilson thing. They're taking advantage of this whole situation. They're offering their cookies year round now, and with every purchase, it's called the Milf and Cookies deal. Oh no. <laughs> with every order comes an issue of Milf magazine. Use code <laughs> HOMIEHOPPER. <laughs> <laughs> The Girl Scouts of America, nice. Is that what they actually call themselves? I know it's the Boy Scouts of America. Is it the same? I feel like after well, current events, the Girl Scouts might not want to I'm be just reading with America. <laughs> yeah. I'm just reading what they sent me. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's that's on the fair. copy. That's fair. All right, whatever the copy Well, thanks says. for that code, Dustin. That's great. <laughs> Get your milk. Hey, milk. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird move by them, <laughs> yeah. but... Business they're they're just trying to cross take promotion. Yeah. It's the cross promotion. Different. They're trying know, to reach out to a new audience. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people that like Milf Magazine don't have Girl Scout cookies in well, their area. People, there are people understandably that, so. There are people out there that like cookies, but they're not buying our cookies. What else do they like? Milfs. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be yeah. it. <laughs> Fully, there was a magazine. <laughs> um. All right. That's that's gonna do it. Thank you for the ad there, Dustin. Um, thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at ten ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search Ten K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever ten k, where we post links to our episodes each week or in the off season every couple weeks. Um, you can also find clips from the episodes, other content. Um, trying to stay as active as possible during these dog days of the off season. Luckily, we're almost there and is in sight. Um, you can also find uh, me, Kevin, and Dustin, where we're a little more active, or at least two of us are a little more active on our Twitter uh, throughout the days, and you can see where how we're feeling about certain topics and not as unbiased as we try to be on the, the main 
Um, as always, I've been your host, Amaz, joined by Carlos Gale and Bruce Kevin, finally. Epidemius wide receiver one. 